This is Lady Talk Radio, your space for real conversations about real life and real ways to improve yours. What's up, lady? Welcome back to Lady Talk Radio. I am your main chick, Stacey Ray, and I'm so excited about this episode, actually. Um, you know, I, I really feel like this one is for those of you that are feeling kind of stuck, stagnant, or maybe you're just straight up not feeling it lately. This is going to be one of those loving kicks in the ass, <laughs> so I think you're going to totally love it. This is episode number 40 with Kiara Mizuko, and this podcast, as always, is brought to you by WeAreLadyAlpha.com, where we start conversations that empower you and help move you forward so you can have the fierce and fulfilling life you want. If you are digging the vibe here and maybe you want to dive deeper into this conversation, you can join us in our online community on Facebook called The Lady Posse. Uh, The link to do so is in the show notes or you can just simply search us out and we will add you in. Uh, There's so many amazing ladies in that group already and many of the guests we have on this show also are in there kicking it and would love to kick it with you and answer any of your questions and just hang out with you. We all want some more community in our lives, right? So this is just really a space for ambitious women to connect and collaborate and contribute and and really support each other and have some of those bigger conversations. So it's a super awesome space and we would love to have you. And for the show notes of this episode, anytime, you can simply go to weareladyalpha.com forward slash four zero radio. So if you are not already kicking it on that page, it's definitely the place to be. You can listen to the episode there. The links are there. All the goodness is there as well as Kiara's contact information. So you can reach out to her and get connected. So if you don't already know Kiara, she's amazing. And she's an empowerment life coach, soul line business coach, author and thought leader who helps women take complete ownership of their lives through empowered independence and badass self-mastery. So I came across her on Instagram, totally dig her vibe, and I know you guys are going to love her too. She has been an entrepreneur for over eight years. She's the former founder and CEO of Women's Empowerment Magazine, so she's going to share some of that journey with us in this episode as well. And she spends her days rocking out to 90s rock and planning epically transformational experiences for women all over the world. So yeah, we're going to dive right into this conversation, and I would love to hear what you think about it and what you got out of it afterwards. All right. Welcome to Lady Talk Radio, Kiara. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. I know we're going to keep it real and dive in. Before we jump into our combo, why don't you give us kind of like a little snapshot of your daily life? What's going on behind the scenes these days? Oh my God. So much, right? Like being women, we have so much going on behind the veil. Um, yeah. So I I run Bold Self and right now the big focus on... Uh, the big thing that I'm focusing on is just helping women really like take ownership of their lives completely. So personally, self-lovingly, financially, specifically in entrepreneurship um, and uh, nourishingly, like in really healthy relationships and stuff. So I'm blogging, I'm creating lots and lots of content. I also host group programs. I have, I do so much, yeah, so much. Yeah. Don't we all though? Like, I feel like we all do. <laughs> I know, right? So multifaceted, multifaceted. So much. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You're total boss. So give us kind of like the backstory. Cause obviously you didn't just wake up one day and start doing this. You know, there was probably a lot of situations that led to this. So let's back it up like way as far up as you want to go. Um, what were some of the pivotal moments in your life or experiences that led you into doing this work? And what was that like for you? Mm. I mean, sometimes it totally feels like I just woke up and it just kind of like, boom, you know, but also 
definitely lots of pivotal moments specifically. So I came from a very like uh, abusive teenagehood. I was raped when I was 15. I was in a verbally and emotionally relationship immediately after that. So in the span of maybe two years, I was deemed, uh, I, I felt like I was stripped of my identity sexually, physically, mentally, emotionally. Like I didn't know who I was because of these relationships. I mean, we're so young at that age. We're trying to figure out who we are. And it was just kind of taken away in a way, in a weird way for me. So um, I went through, well, first six months of really deep depression and darkness and isolation, trying to really make sense of who I was walking in this shell, basically. Um, and then went through a kind of a rebirth, a reinvention, a process of reinvention um, that changed me. I basically woke up one day and I said, um, okay, well, I don't know who I am. So who do I want to be? Like, and as a, you know, 16, 17 year old girl, it was a matter of taking out a pen and paper and writing her out. And I got really, really specific about who I wanted her to be. And in a way, then it felt like I was writing out, you know, this kind of fictional character, but like looking back, it really feels like I was tapping into this truth, this person that I knew was deep down in there. And I kind of was like yanking her out and she came out in a very protected warrior, you know, way wearing leather boots and leather jackets and listening to rock and roll and smoking (laughs) cigarettes. And, um, that's how it started, you know, and, and also like wearing tighter clothes, you know, cause after, after the abuse, I was very like covered up. I didn't want any attention to my body. And so there were so many different elements of my evolution. Um, and it was a really tough year, you know, that essentially I kind of went through this reinvention process, which I know that you've like tapped mm-hmm. into reinvention. I love that. It was such a powerful experience for me. Um, and so I realized as I started to become her and started to make eye contact with people again and stand straight again and like introduce myself and socialize and flirt, you know, and even make a move or two, you know, like slowly kind of coming back out of my shell. Um, I, I realized that I was very capable of healing myself and that I didn't need to go you know, I didn't go to therapy uh, and I chose to kind of like go inward and heal myself as a very young girl. So that healing process, and I'm going to fast, now the story moves a little faster, <laughs> but in my healing process started, it was about like in my, I want to say like early twenties and I started blogging and I started blogging about dating and relationships specifically to kind of process everything that I had gone through um, and the impact that these toxic relationships had had on me. And like, I didn't know how to write back then. Like I literally was like, like a comma was the devil for me. You know, like I was like always like dot, dot, dot. When I think, when I thought yeah, yeah. there, and I'm also bilingual, you know, so it was like a shit show. The whole thing right. was like, uh, there was like no format. There were like 2000 words. Like it was, it was nuts, but I started and you know, that's what I like help my clients do is just like kind of kick you in the butt and get yeah. into the bullpen and just start. I started and slowly but surely my blog started picking up traffic. Like people started reading and like, you know, there were definitely notes like, I see where you were going with this. Maybe if we could like shorten it, you know, Um, (laughs) but slowly but surely like, and I, and I, so I realized I was like, wow, like 
this is hitting home. I don't think I'm the only woman who's experienced this. And this kind of opened the door for me. Um, And that really set the foundation for everything that I've done since. Also, just kind of realizing that everything that I go through or have gone through, there are other women in this world that have gone through or are going through that exact same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was really powerful because it was kind of a light switch. What would it have meant for me to have found someone who maybe had experienced abuse or who maybe had survived toxic relationships or whatever, who Mm -hmm. could have provided me some sort of support or, or guidance or just a fucking like five tips to not wanting to swan dive off a roof, you know, like whatever it was. So, um, my, my, my blog started picking up. I started to educate myself. Like I was like, cool, people want to read this stuff. Like I'm going to learn how to be a blogger. So I actually, um, joined a lot of blogger groups. I got really, really educated on like what it meant to drive traffic to your website and grow your website and everything. So I got really deep into it. I even went as deep as teaching myself how to code, to make my website stand out because, you know, back even just 10 years ago, we kind of all had the same WordPress theme. Yeah. And it sucked. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And they totally sucked. And they were like, are you on 2010? (laughs) Like, Like, you know, and it was this very like, you know, but, but I, what I realized was that there was a real need for my stuff to be seen. And I wasn't really sure how to navigate that then, but I knew that I just had to keep going. So mm. I ended up learning how to code and design and then also integrate like all of my knowledge and marketing, or, like the things that I had been learning at my nine to fives with like marketing and, and, you know, growing your email list. And I just like dove in, I went balls to the wall. Um, I published a book to supplement the content that I was, um, that I was publishing the nine mirages of love, how to stop chasing what doesn't exist. Ooh, cool. <laughs> right. Like I was like, what way to go, you know, 20 something old Kiara. Yeah. What a name. <laughs> way to I go. love it. Right. And uh, yeah, so I published that. And as my blog grew, I had more and more women reach out and they're like, you know, I love this, the, the, the power, you know, that you've the empowerment essentially that I can find here, I would love to be able to apply that to like my career or my, like just the relationship I have with myself or my friends or my family. And then like my, one of my friends came to me and she's like, you know, this would be so cool if you could create a one-stop shop. So then I built an online magazine called the Indie Chicks and Indie Chicks was an online magazine that was up for about four years. We grew, it was basically a hub for incredible women all over the web before we could all hang out in Facebook groups, (laughs) you know, this was like what we were doing, you know, we were finding each other through other blogs and stuff. Um, And we built this really powerful community of, of women bloggers who had, you know, whatever, whether they were knowledgeable in some sort of area or had, you know, survived or had some deep transformational story, whatever it was, we grew to over 600 writers. We were a million page views a month. Yeah. It was this really cool movement. Um, we did a print magazine that ended up getting picked up for national uh, distribution and then international, which is so cool. Like Australia, you know, it was like, whoa, um, we were in Barnes and Noble. Like we did, we got into like huge stores here in, in the U S and, um, it was just this like really epic revolution when you just realized like, holy shit, like 
all these amazing women, they're hiding behind their like house doors. Some of them are unhappily married. Some of them are happily married, but miserable at work. Some of them hate the way they look in the mirror. Like how can we just all come together and really establish this foundational element of like sisterhood and, and then like, you know, girl, I've been there and all of that. So, um, that closed down 2016. So a year now, and I started bold self as the kind of third step next evolution to that same mission to help empower women. Um, and now I get to do it on a very personal note. I still write, you know, and support all of my subscribers. I still blog all the time. I'm actually going to be doing a podcast and a YouTube channel and creating the content, but essentially the mission is the same. Mm-hmm. Everything I've ever created has always just gone back to helping the woman turn inward and find her goddess, find her strength, find her badass, find her rebel, find her yeah. warrior, find all of those things that we know are in there, right? Because like you're here, you've survived shit. There, the, the fact that you're here means you've survived, mm-hmm. you know, and really learning to tap into that to help us, you know, achieve everything that we want to achieve and create and build and trust ourselves and fall in love with ourselves. Mm-hmm. So that's what I do. I that was like a it. word vomit snowball. Oh, I, lo- I was hoping for that. I hope you know that I was actually like, I was picking for the whole like origin story here because like, there it is. <laughs> it's so easy for us to see, Hey, you're here now and that's great. And you're teaching all this stuff and you're really like, you know, multifaceted in what you approach, but we love hearing like, Hey, how did it come to be here? You know, because I heard like a few things in your story around that spark, like that Mm. real spark of like knowing it's time now to change, or this is what I can, you know, create right now. And even just to go back to that 15 year old self, when you really just took that on and started to, you know, step by step, just start to kind of reveal what was next for yourself can you just speak to that spark for a second? Cause I know a lot so, of us, like we can feel like we're stuck, stuck. And I'm saying that in quotations for a reason, like, cause it's not, we're really not stuck. We're just kind of in that expression of like not choosing what's next or how, what can you say about like even just starting to feel into what that spark is and how we can channel that into just taking one movement forward? Mm, so good. I love yeah. that you were able to kind of like pick that out. Um, because it's exactly that. I love that. So what, when you say spark, I see very sharp corners. That's the way Mm -hmm. that like, I have a very systemized, like mathematical block brain, right? Like I see very sharp turns, twists and turns and this and that, and this way and that way. The way that I, my big aha, which, which is this aha is there. And there's an invitation for all of us to accept it and, and, and perceive it in this way was a shift in perception. Mm -hmm. So when you get to that, that corner, right, that like sharp edge, um, we could look at it as a corner, a turning point, a spark, the turning into your next chapter, right? Because all of our lives are a bunch of chapters, like whatever that, uh, like that next Mm -hmm. thing is, there's so many different ways of looking at it. What I realized was these are part of life. It is up to me to take that step and take that turn or turn that page or um, like light up in response to that spark or respond or whatever. It's all up to me, but they're there because that's what life is supposed to be like. Life mm-hmm. is supposed to take us through these sharp turns and twists and turns and blah, 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 and all of that. When I try to avoid that, so what this looks like is fear, right? Like self-doubt, 
avoidance, like maybe Netflix binging for three days, you know? We've all been there. We've all right? done it. Like, exactly. <laughs> That's why I'm like very specific about that. Um, you know, like when we do the thing that when we try to like, you know, in like the hero's journey where we refuse to answer the calling, when we just yeah. try to go for the guy that's like a better choice and not go for the guy that we actually want to be with, or we take the stupid job because it's safer, or we don't take that leap and invest $50,000 in this business coach that really like all those, like when, yeah. the when we don't. Yeah. Nothing moves, number one. Number two, uh, we feel really disempowered, mm-hmm. really disempowered. We feel like like elements of failure come up mm-hmm. and we feel that stagnant thing. And then we get stuck in this, in this story that we're stuck. No one's stuck. You know exactly what needs to happen for that next chapter, for that next yeah. page to turn. The thing that's keeping you quote unquote stuck is all the chaos and crap that's going on inside your head. But ultimately, the shift in perception is when I have the invitation to turn that page, my choice is yes. I made that decision at the age of 15. Mm -hmm. And I try to live by that every single, like every single chapter, every single page turn in my life now that I'm 31 is now yes, okay, there's another sharp corner. Here we go. Let's turn right. Here we go. Like, because if I don't, I'm just stuck at a stop sign. That's all Mm. you got to, you have to make that choice. And so as soon as you shift into that perspective of cool, I have to make a choice instead of, oh no, what's going to happen if no, like just make it, Mm -hmm. make that the only possible way. So for me, if I'm inspired to start a new project, it's a yes. If I want to go for the hot out of my league babe guy, it's a yes. If I want to in, figure out a way, I mean, I don't know how, like how I did it, but I did figure out a way to invest $40,000 in a business coach. Yes. Like choose to make that turn. You know what I mean? Totally. I totally do. I loved what you said about that. Like we're the person that lights up the spark. The spark can show up. It can be that little nudge, the little tap on the shoulder, the little new idea, the, you know, whatever it is, the person, the idea, the new life experience, but it's us that takes charge and actually lights it up. I love that you pointed to that. Cause I, I also have this experience of like, when we don't say yes, or we don't, we avoid, or we play whatever other card. It's like those, those moments build up like what you were describing, right? And then it becomes this sort of like, oh, I'm just not doing it. I'm just not stepping in. I'm not choosing to do that. Or I can't do that versus just like, you're just not choosing to, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's that's huge. That's huge. Yeah, because either way, exactly, exactly what you said, it builds up. So you, in that moment, we're always constantly building stories Mm -hmm. and you have a choice to build the story of, of being the girl who just gets stuck and doesn't act and is always being looked over and is always, um, you know, afraid of this and doesn't believe in herself and this or that, or do you choose to write the story of the proactive warrior woman Mm -hmm. who sometimes watches Netflix and that's fucking okay, (laughs) but also goes out and like crushes life and feels incredible and creates. I mean, for those of us that are entrepreneurs, like that we go create stuff and we go be in service to others and we go change lives like yeah 
so much of that means that we have to participate in the creation of that life. And we have a choice to build that story. I much rather wake up in the morning knowing that my story is the badass warrior entrepreneur who also watches Netflix and not the one who's like constantly in her head, even though I also get in my head. That's okay. So long as I don't write that story and I don't yeah. allow that to become my story. Yeah. That's a huge piece of this, the story, right? I mean, this is something that I talk about a lot too, and that we've talked about it on this show quite a bit, and I hear it a lot in your languaging, and that we get like a hand in life, you know, and we get to put down cards and pick up new ones and design what that hand looks like. You don't just have to play out whatever default story or experience of your life you're in. You get to literally decide and rewrite it and be in charge of that pen moving across the page. That's huge. Mm. And I know it's a lot of the work that you're doing too is helping women rewrite that story mm, of how true. life is for them. I love that you're kind of bringing the, the relationship self business model together because like... <laughs> That's our life. <laughs> yeah, that's really, and I, and okay, so jam on this for a second, because when women really reclaim their own experience of their lives, when they start to really reconnect with who they really are and stop just running out that default story and like decide, start writing out that version of them that wears leather pants and whatever, mm-hmm. like from there, is it the relationships align and the business they choose? Like it's, it's like that relationship to self is kind of the gateway to the other things, or do you think it's kind of vice versa or does it have to look like any of those? What is your kind of jam on that? My jam on that is both. Cool. I think that the relationship with ourselves, with ourselves, um, impacts and impacts all of the other stuff. Yes, obviously, right? Like that's all of us in personal development will claim that 100%. But I also find that everything else impacts the relationship that we have with ourselves as well. Um, I like, for example, so when I help, I help my, my, I help my clients build soul aligned businesses, right? So extensions of themselves, things that they are very passionate about in their truth and whether it's their transformational story or they're just their gifts or whatever it is, it's theirs. Right. Um, so I help them kind of create this thing. And what we end up finding is they get to see parts of themselves, right. When they're working in their magic, when they're in their flow, they're like, you know, it's like that feeling of getting off stage that first time. You're like, oh my God, like they're clapping. Like, why are they clapping? You know, and you're just like, oh my God. And you have to have that conversation with yourself. I might be good at this. I might be, this might be something I'm good at. I might actually help change lives here. And what that does is forces that conversation with yourself. And you're suddenly like, maybe I'm not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I should pat myself on the back sometimes, you know, um, those. So I don't like to rely on either as like mm. gospel, right? Like, cause if you rely on external achievements, that's not a, that's not a, a strong way to, you know, develop that relationship with self. But that being said, it is part of our reality. And also like, if you choose to be in, if you are in a healthy, nourishing, um, you know, real healthy relationship, the way that you show up in true love brings out parts of you that you didn't know with Jack, the guy who addicted to, to whiskey, you know, in the back, they dated a couple months ago. Like you didn't <laughs> totally. see that part of you come out, you yeah. know what I mean? But yeah. then suddenly when this new, like when this healthy love of your life and it's such a, a nourishing, enriching relationship, I hope you can't hear all the cars in the back. Um, when you're in this like super healthy relationship, 
um, and, and he holds you and then you like find aspects of your feminine energy come out to play that you never even knew were there. Like it helps because everything is a reflection. And if you make that choice to let that amplify the relationship you have with yourself, it can then turn out even better outward for everything else you're doing. So it becomes this beautiful cycle of just awesomeness and magic and happy and, and, oh, this is what life is supposed to be. Creation, love, Mm -hmm. fun, you know, play, like all of these things. Um, and so I think it's definitely both. Yeah. Thanks for saying that. Cause there, I think sometimes there is this story that's going around of like, you have to have this, this incredible relationship with yourself first. And that's really what has to happen. But if we're like up leveling our choices in other areas and starting to really be honest about what we want in those areas or where we want to come from, it's like, naturally that's all going to feed back into, and it's all going to be a reflection of. So thank you for that. Because I think that that can be really clarifying too. Like even just creating one little breakthrough or one little movement forward in any area of your life can start to open that, that gateway a little bit, you know, just creak the door open, just kind of like poke it open, Mm -hmm. you know, so good. Okay. Yeah. Let's jam on soul aligned business for a second, because when Uh you said that, Mm -hmm. and I know a lot of the (laughs) listeners are either already have a business or they're exercising their ideas or they want to start a business Mm -hmm. and they're kind of in that space of like, I kind of know what I want to do. And I know I'm kind of doing it, but how do I take it to the next level? Like how much of your work is circulated around like tangible kind of, you know, nitty gritty strategy stuff and how much of it is actually just supporting women to show the fuck up, you know, and really do what they want to do in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, Both like literally 50, 50. And, and I do that because for, I do that because I genuinely believe both are important. Yeah. So, um, I am the person that has learned everything either hands-on having a startup. Like I've been in the like game for so long and hands-on and taught myself and I was screwing things up and websites were crashing at three o'clock in the morning. You know, like (laughs) I've done the thing and I've learned the thing. And I've also learned how uh, powerful just actually having strategies that work um, is and also investing in the right education, the right mentorship, like that is really valuable stuff because right now everybody and their mom is trying to start an online business and rightfully so. Cause like, holy shit, like all the abundance, there's so much space there. Right. But like, there is really, um, an important element of like taking this seriously and like really showing up and being like, cool, you chose, like, maybe you did go to college. Maybe you didn't, whatever it is, what this is, you are investing in is a full blown, like crash course, basically. So the investing in the right programs and the right mentorship and the right coaches, right. in the right masterminds and all of those things, absolutely crucial and will save you years and years and years of headaches and all of that. So 100%. Yes. Now that all being said, none of that shit will work. Not us (laughs) (laughs) will work if you don't do the foundational work as well. So what that looks like is a mixture of learning to believe in yourself, learning to navigate self-doubt and worry and lack of confidence and fear and failure and learning to really um, like make friends with all that chaos, right? And then also learning the tools to navigate, to heal, to, to dance with some of the stuff. Um, in addition to 
money mindset work, which is like one of those things that like people just write huge, like, Hey, they're awesome entrepreneur who has a really fucked up relationship with money. (laughs) I'm going to make it to six figures, you know, like, no, love your shit. But you, yeah, like there's no way if there's a disconnect between you and the money coming in, you're not going to create, you know, a, a strong foundational business. And so money mindset relationship with self and clarity and alignment with your truth, with your gifts, with your vision, with the things that you want to create. Now, all of that is there because I I get like a lot of my clients will start a conversation with me and be like, like, there's this thing I kind of want to do and I'm not really sure. And this and that, and like, give me 20 minutes in one of my (laughs) awaken your vision sessions. And I was like, boom, there it is because it's there. But all the crap that gets us like all the doubts and all mm-hmm. this is coming from that outer layer kind of mental barrier. Like, oh, I shouldn't do this. I've never seen a business like this done and it's probably not going to be successful. Or what will everyone think of me? Will people judge me? What if people reject me? Maybe I should change direction. Maybe I should do things differently. Like that's all the stuff that really like kind of clouds our vision and our soul's calling. Because if we really drop in, our soul's calling is very clear. Many of us know exactly what we want to do. Even if you're lacking the strategy or don't necessarily know how to like monetize it, that's easy shit. Come to one of us. Like one of, you know, we'll help you. Like that's what we're here for. Like we'll help you put something together, you know, that will bring you a shit ton of money. That's not the hard part. The hard part is like, giving yourself permission to get clear, to drop into alignment with what you're good at and what really like sets your soul on fire. Mm -hmm. So it's a mixture. It has to be both. Nothing will work. And also you can't just do the hippy dippy spiritual shit without actual like learning marketing, (laughs) like learning to be a businesswoman. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for that. It was kind of a trick question because I kind of already knew you were going to go in that direction because I just, (laughs) I love that you're bringing like the whole approach together because it is, it is so freaking crucial. And when you said it'll save you a shit ton of time, money, energy, tears, all of the things, like I think you and I can both relate in that we were kind of self-generated and what we learned and all this stuff. Like I taught myself how to do websites back in the day, all this kind of stuff, because there wasn't a lot of resources for that. But now there is. <laughs> so it's kind of like you can still learn the things and troubleshoot and go through all that stuff, but like have support, have people in your corner, have somebody that can like reflect to you what's not working or how to kind of get to that vision clearer. Because like that that client of yours or the person in that call could have potentially spent the next 10 years running around in circles around will that vision work or not work and then inevitably just kind of died with that in their head, right? And so that sucks. And, yeah. And also – like in speaking to the lack of resources then and the abundance of resources now, that's also another reason to invest in solutions because yeah. there's so much noise out there yes. now, right? There's so much noise. And like, look, like you can go and Google starting a coaching program or starting an online business and you can sit there for three weeks and literally go balls deep into every freebie, every like <laughs> webinar, right? Like everything and still come out cross-eyed. Yes. And be like, Without a coaching business. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah. like, what happened? I'm in Indonesia. Like, yeah. what, how did I get here? Like, okay. it's like a bender that, you wake up from. That right there, what you just described. Okay. Because 
we all know that there's so many moving parts, right? And mm-hmm. I think if, you, if you've been online for like five minutes and you've been looking for something, whether that's more mental clarity, a more soul aligned business, whatever that is, you probably have like 50 things on your list, right? And so if we were to just like flatline this for people listening, like what is the no shit, no kidding mm-hmm. This is, this is what you got to understand and got to get from this. It could be an idea. It could be just, just cutting the shit and saying, this is it. Because I, I also hear that there's like people wanting to find the sort of secret or like the thing that's going to kind of magically create stuff for them. And I personally believe that you kind of got to work for it. it. Yeah. No, I know what it is. Shoot. There is a secret. There is a magic pill. Okay. There, yes. There. I'm ready. I know this is like, this episode Ta-da. is the we revealed Um, the secret yep the secret to making all of this work is really truly deciding to make it work the decision that is a little edible pill that decision because that lack of clarity we hide behind all the information none of that is the real problem none of that the real problem is you haven't decided and drawn that line in the sand saying, I'm going to start this business. This is what I'm going to do, or this is who I'm going to be. This is how I'm going to change. This is how I'm going to evolve. This is how I'm going to, you haven't drawn the line. That decision is the magic pill. And until you make that official decision, nothing is going to work. None, none, none of it. Yeah. I'm so glad you just said that. I just had this memory of this coach. I was like, I think it was in early twenties. I can't remember exactly, but she had said, it's just because you haven't decided. And it used to drive me crazy. It literally used to piss me off so bad. And it was because I was thinking about making a decision from this really kind of shallow place, like what kind of sandwich I'm going to have for lunch. Like I was kind of deciding from this, this very like used to the kind of decisions I was making on a daily basis, not like actually the line in the sand that you just described. That's like a different level of decision, guys. Like That is like, you are no shit, no kidding, being like, this is what I am choosing for myself. And in that decision, when the fear shows up or when the discomfort shows up, you're still going to stand in the decision. You're just going to maybe get some support or maybe you're going to get some, you know, some added this or whatever. But like, you're going to cry a lot. You're going to cry. You're going to get messy. Yeah. You're going to watch Netflix for three days. And And, that's okay. (laughs) And that's okay. But in that decision, it's just like a, it's, it's, you feel that in your gut. It's not like Mm -hmm. deciding whether you're going to have coffee today. It's like, I'm going to decide to actually choose me. I'm going to decide to do this thing that means so much to me. Yep. And it is. So what I, I mean, my perfect example of that is when I decided to invest in uh, my business coach, that was a $40,000 investment when I had $1,100 in my bank account. Like, that was my line. That was more yeah. than a line. I just fucking like dug in the, you know, the Grand Canyon and the fucking like, that's it. Like never going back motherfuckers. Like I'm figuring this out, you know? Um, that's what that was for me. It was like a literal, like a shovel came yeah. in, you know? Yeah. Um, it wasn't like a little stick. It was like a shovel that made that. That meant that, yes, I had all the emotions. I cried. I watched probably four days of Netflix after that decision, you know, <laughs> added an extra day and added an extra season kind of thing. Um, but what that also meant was like, it was such a big decision for me to make that that meant there really was no going back. That meant that every time I got scared, I took a deep breath and I said, I'm still doing it. I'm doing it in spite of this fear. I'm doing it anyway. Um, yes, I'm terrified. and and I'm not going back and I'm all in. 
So when you make that decision, when you literally say, yes, I'm, you know, because I, I, I know with my clients, when I'm enrolling clients to work with me, I ask, um, how committed are you on a scale from one to 10? And that is a trick fucking question because yeah. you don't commit to something at a level seven. That's not, commitment yeah. is either yes or no. Yeah. And when you are committed, that is your decision. And so I don't, like, you don't make that decision and then decide not to move forward. You've made that decision. That means yes. Like, that means your sharp corner is coming. That means yeah. your chapter is coming. That means yes, I'm doing it anyway. Yeah. So good. Because like, how many people that are listening, literally, if you're like, oh, I feel this one, are waiting to make the decision until you have evidence, until you know it will work out, until you fill in the blank. Like I know for me, I used to have this fear of making commitments if I didn't know it would work, <laughs> right? Which didn't allow me to make a whole lot of commitments because how mm -hmm. much do we really know about what's around the next corner? You know, we can make a decision, we can stand firmly in it, we can take all the right actions, but at the end of the day, there might be some surprises and that's cool. That's life. That's what makes it interesting. But like, what can you say even just about that? Like, how do we make the decision without necessarily knowing the result, sort of, and being able to stand so clearly and firmly in that? Like, just jam on that for a second, because I think you got yeah. something. So I loved what you said about, like, you can always do everything right and still have surprises. I actually like to operate in the world of, I'm going to do everything right and I'm pretty like, and there will be surprises, meaning yeah. that no matter what. So I've trained, I'm like, I train myself not to expect anything and to be in the present moment. And ultimately, like, as an example, for example, uh, you know, when we're talking about like leaving your nine to five to start your business, right? Like, that's something that many of us are very comfortable discussing. So, um, you definitely don't know if your business is going to succeed or if the investments that you make are going to work out or whatever it is, right? So the way that I like to look at it is you have two choices. You have this leap into the black unknown and you have no fucking idea, but you're going to have a great time leaping because this is your soul's calling and this is what you've been dreaming about or don't. Literally, it is as simple as that. I have, yeah. when I'm, when I'm doing my sales calls, like when I'm, you know, enrolling people and I'm like, we get to the part like, yes, I really want this and this. And then it comes to the investment and then they're like, Ooh, no. And I'm like, cool. So don't do it. And then they're like, Oh, that doesn't feel right. I'm like, of course it doesn't feel right because you don't want to stay where you're at. You don't want to just go back to your cubicle even though you're terrified of that darkness. So instead, from that point of decision, decide and make peace with the fact that you don't know, period. You don't know anything. You don't know whether that's going to work out. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. You also don't know how much longer you're going to be able to survive, be sane, and not start taking prescription medication at your nine to five because you're so fucking depressed. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. It could yeah. be a week. It could be a month. You don't know. And ultimately also is learning to train yourself um, to ask not only what if this fails, but learning to say, what if this succeeds? What if this is exactly what I've been envisioning? You know, and also like, can you keep going in your day to day with that feeling and that, that thing that you really want to do and how does that really feel? And also like you could choose not to start your business, step outside to your comfortable nine to five job and get hit by a truck. Yeah. No matter what. <laughs> yeah. 
no surprise surprise exactly (laughs) boom no lag like you know and that's regardless like there's no way of knowing yeah yeah no way I'm under the belief too that it's like once we see something we can't unsee it so it's like once you know that you want to do something to try to just ignore it is like a pencil in your fan like you're just constantly trying to not see it Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it just makes everything else just this constant state of resistance so it's like if you're if you're not happy with where you are and you know you want to do something but you're scared to take the leap it's kind of like you're just gonna stay in the pencil in the fan situations anyways if you choose not to so you might as well just deal with a little bit of discomfort or the lot of bit of discomfort to put a scary amount of money on the line or a scary amount of commitment on the line to have you step into something different like it's Mm -hmm. all kind of the same we're gonna be uncomfortable either way That is life, you know, and, and that there's actually gold on the other side and opportunity and possibility and, and newness, which I think a lot of us are really craving too. Right. And yeah. And, you know, honestly, I mean, like, I'll tell you, I mean, if I, I've been around a lot of entrepreneurs and even if a venture didn't fucking work out, yeah, you know, the next one did, (laughs) and then they made a lot of money and then it turned out because the thing that the reward isn't about that specific business idea. It's not about specifically whether this has legs. It's about you fucking betting on yourself. And once you start training that muscle to choose yourself, bet on yourself, believe in yourself, the more you flex that muscle, the stronger it becomes, the more successful you'll become. But you can't become successful until you start fucking trusting your ability to do shit and trusting your magic and your gift and your courage, right? Like you need courage. And if you continue to hide because, oh my God, you know, investing in a $5,000 program is terrifying and therefore I won't do it. If you continue, fine. But that's the story you're building. You are now the person who doesn't invest in themselves. You are now the person who always turns the other way when opportunity knocks. You are always the person who can't fucking figure out how to go make some money if you really want to do something. I started training myself now um, whenever I want to do something. So like, I'm definitely in a much better place financially, right? But like, I now have the friends that are like, hey, you want to go do this retreat for $30,000? I'm like, ah! Yeah, I think so. No, but like someone comes to me with this like awesome opportunity with a buttload of money, obviously not 30,000, but like more money than I have like immediately available to me. I have trained myself to be like, let me figure out how to make it rather than I don't have it. Because it's that muscle that you're training. You train the muscle. I am now not the person, or I stopped being the person who didn't have the money. I became the person who could figure anything out and could figure out that money. Yeah. Like, that's a much better fucking story to wake up to, right? Like, way better. (laughs) Rewriting, rewriting. Rewriting. That's, That's actually really cool, too. Because if we already have the story that we're the person who doesn't have the money, if we already have the story of, like, I'm just not the person who chooses to do these things... The cool thing is, is you can actually literally rewrite it by just doing something different. Exactly. Like if you do one thing different, the story is broken. The pattern is interrupted. So like literally that is your opportunity. And I think that is part of the discomfort when we, because I think we all know on some level of ourselves that we're like just playing out the same pattern if we're doing the same thing we've always done. And that's part of that pain and disconnect. And if we can just like... Like literally micro trust. When I was listening to you share about your journey, I heard so many of those moments of like just mustering up a little bit of courage, just enough courage to take one more step, one more step, one more step. You don't have to have all the courage. 
Oh, so good, girl. That is just so like good. I love bit. that. Just a yeah. little bit. Like, just harness the spark a little bit more. Like, yeah. that's just all Just a pat it on the back. You yeah. got this. Yeah. Just a little. Just a little. Pull a little. Pull up, little. Pull up, up our big girl pants and going, yeah, okay, good. one more step. It doesn't always have to be this massive sell my house and my firstborn yeah. and like, you know, this crate, it doesn't always have to be that big of a leap and that big of a test, but those micro, you got this, is you betting on yourself, is you supporting yourself. And that is a muscle that gets flexed. And when you flex that muscle, it becomes stronger. And the stronger that becomes, the more money you're able to ask for your services, the more Mm -hmm. awesome stuff you create and like, off the wall events you put up, the more, you know, you show up and speaking engagements, like with your back a little straighter and a smile a little wider, you know, because you're like, I got this. That's all like, I can do it just a little bit, but it is that muscle. And that muscle shrivels and contracts every time we say things like, I don't deserve this when we quote unquote say it, right? Like when Mm we act and receive that message in return. I don't re- deserve this. I'm not good enough. What if I fail? What if I can't do this? Like all those things, like we start to shrink. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but, but chances are, dude, that just the fact you're showing up for yourself is a win has yeah. nothing to do with any of the crap, you know, any of the, like, cause if this business fails, your next one will rock it. You know, and if, if that one client's an asshole, the next one will be a dream client. This is just the way of the land. And you just keep going, breathe yeah. through it like a freaking contraction and just keep on moving. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. Cause I'm curious going back to like indie chicks, if you hadn't have done that project, would you have so gracefully moved into the next one? Like it's all kind of important, <laughs> right? To see the different chapters. <laughs> So like, I love the word graceful because the transition in was like anything but graceful. Okay. I, I was, I was <laughs> falls to the wall. Like, you know, cause for four years, this baby was mine. Like I had yeah. identified as a CEO and founder of this Epic magazine that sat on the shelves next to Cosmo. This is who I was. This was me. And then we shut it down and who am I? What am I? What am I? You know? And I actually went through a very like deep, dark couple weeks of being like, uh, like now what, you know? And, and I was very lost and I wondered, well, could I do this? Could I not? And I, so the, so it wasn't so much of the graceful transition. It was more like a bouncy, like a ping pong ball, Mm. just, you know, like in a small (laughs) little tunnel, just getting knocked and going through mud and rips and everything. Um, but what, what I wouldn't say saved, but the, the, the grace, the light came when I dropped into alignment with my gifts and my abilities. And then everything that I took, all the lessons I took from previous businesses and everything that I had created, they came with, maybe they arrived a couple of days late, you know, the last luggage, the, the luggage that was lost, you know? Um, and really what it was, was me standing vulnerable and naked and being like, this is what I'm here for. This is what I'm good at. I'm really good at this. I'm really good at helping and inspiring and motivating and supporting and guiding. I'm really good at being a leader. This is who I am. And this is my soul's calling, dropping into that alignment. And then all the lessons learned kind of coming and carrying me up into it. That's more what that would look like. And I imagine that's what it's going to look like 
when I move on to my next venture, you know, kind of bruised and yeah. like, <laughs> what was you that? Know. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, you know, yeah. like on to the next adventure, you know, but that's, that's really what it is, is that we grow and we learn and we continue on. Um, but yeah, absolutely. You're right. There's so many patterns and elements that are congruent in all the stories and they kind of carry on to our next step, to our next chapter, to that next sharp turn. Yeah. And it's all just kind of, this is what life is. Make yeah. it awesome. <laughs> Amazing. I love that mentality. I love your energy and passion for this and just really getting to listen to some of that journey too and where you're at and the stance you're taking for people and the possibility that you see. Like, let's mm. just, let's kind of wrap this up in a bow. If you wanted somebody to get anything from this conversation, you know, for themselves or anything from your journey that you would just love if somebody's in a similar position to maybe where you were five years ago or something, what's the core message you want them to get right now? It's basically what I'm pointing to. The core message. All right, here we go. I'm like, I'm like, giddy. I'm like okay. <laughs> no, the core message is literally you are everything you need, mm. period. And that so applies good. to your career, your finances, your relationship to the reflection in the mirror. That is a universal core message. You are everything you need. You got it. You already have it. Mm-hmm. That means for the business you want to start, for the for the perfect partner you want to attract if you don't have one or the way that you want to show up in your relationship, you are everything you need. Yeah, so good. Thanks for that. Love it. We always end these episodes uh, a couple ways. Well, two prong is one, like kind of a fill in the blank statement, which is if you truly want to improve your life, fill in the blank. If you truly want to improve your life, become your own best friend. Ooh, yes. Mm. Mic drop. So good. (laughs) Be on your own team. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Love that. And second prong is how can the listeners get connected with you? Because if Mm. anything sparked for them in this conversation or just they want to like hang out with you online, how can they do that? Well, obviously you can go to boldself.com. That's where all my, all my stuff is, but uh, I don't know if this is like super pro, but like, this is the way I like to connect with people is literally just send me a friend request or a message on my personal Facebook account and let's connect there. Like, I love it. That's where, that's where I like to jam out. I create really awesome, inspiring content and I'm friends with everybody. And I really believe in, I built a business on that human to human connection. So I invite everyone to really like reach out to me and be my friend. <laughs> like we're real human beings. What a concept. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like you and I are just like, yeah, girl. Like it's <laughs> the way yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's so true, right? I actually, it's so funny that you said that. I was totally giggling because I was like, I actually literally said that on a podcast interview the other night. She's like, how should people connect with you? I was like, just like, send me a message. (laughs) Yummy. You know, like the huge. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Start a real conversation, ladies. And if you have any questions or anything for Kiara, I mean, of course, reach out to her, share those with her or post them and, and I'll make sure that she answers them or gets them or whatever, because this is a real conversation. There's probably some like things that come up for you or different thoughts that spike up or anything. And so keep the conversation going in the lady posse or just in your own life um, to keep creating that integration of some of the things that you're realizing from this too. So super, super cool. I've loved having this conversation with you. You're so much fun and I hear your passion. So, so, so loud and clear. Um, So yeah, I'm super excited to see what you create this year too. 
And um, yeah, thanks for coming on. I so appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, ladies, and we'll talk to you soon.